1944, my grandfather crossed the Atlantic to join the European campaign of World War II. He rarely spoke of the war in any detail, but upon the passing of both my grandfather and grandmother, his belongings were left to me. The following podcast consists of readings from two primary sources. The first is a battle journal of the 489th Armored Field Artillery Battalion in the 7th Armored Division of the United States Army. The second source is the letters my grandfather, Jack Ginther, sent to my grandmother, Betty Jane Ginther. Unfortunately, my grandfather had to destroy my grandmother's correspondence after receiving it in Europe. Some of the sentiments expressed will seem out of date. I have done my best to transcribe the letters, but that in and of itself is a challenge. Also, I apologize for my pronunciation of certain villages and cities cited in the documents. I wish my grandparents were still here so that I could have a dialogue about the contents contained within this material, but this one-way conversation will have to do. From the Battle Journal of the 489th Armored Field Artillery Battalion, 7th Armored Division, United States Army. On June 8, 1945, the three forward observer crews went to the 17th Tank Battalion School to learn the techniques of the new T-26 General Pershing Tank. A new entertainment facility was added by the reception of five record players from the division signal officer. Lieutenant Baker and Michaels received a chance to visit England and Paris, respectively. The week was ended Saturday afternoon with a colorful retreat parade at 14.30, Battery A being adjudged the best battery, and a visit to the battalion by Major General Hasbrook, the division commander. Lieutenant Colonel Milner left shortly after the general's visit to be the assistant commandant at the division officer's school at Cotern. Letter from my grandfather, June 7, 1945, Cotern, Germany. My darling, another very warm day. Sometimes I wish they would let us wear summer uniforms, but no luck. Anyway, nobody has any over here with them anyway. Went to Hall again this morning to see military governor on some food. They are more safer than we are. Janie, we sure are terrible on military governors. Well, to make this short, I didn't get a thing out of them. This afternoon, I spent my time in the motor park. I'm getting all my half-tracks, etc. repainted. After this is done, I'll be all set for ordnance inspections, which I hope never comes. As usual, every evening I stay home and sit around. Dykes has gone to find some wine and three officers are out looking for some German girls. This non-fraternization policy is the worst farce of the military government. Betty, tell Mr. Lackyard that the gun he wanted I could have gotten a thousand. But never did. One reason for not is that all German weapons have a very distinct sound, and therefore we never use them, therefore not risking our only life. And you don't have the space to carry things you don't use. Be good, darling. I'm thinking of you, each and every hour. I love to hold you very tight. All my love, Jack. P.S. You can send another package. Letter from my grandfather, June 8th, 1945, Cornern, Germany. My darling, another day gone by. Nothing new happened at all today. Spent this morning in painting half-tracks, and then this afternoon it rained. Now this evening it is very warm again, so we'll probably get rain again. Major Weber and I went to the show this evening, saw three's a family. 
It was the same stage show I saw by in New York over a year ago. The show wasn't very much good either. The sound was terrible. Didn't receive any mail today. The Life magazine is coming about a month late, but that isn't a bit bad. And I sure enjoy it also. We got a half-done copy of Life also, but I'd rather have the full edition. Janie, tell me whether you like this short letter often or try and write a long one twice a week. Betty, you don't know how much your husband misses you. Sometimes it feels so low. And then again, I have high hopes of coming home. Sure wish I could come home without going to China. But if I have to go there, I think I would rather stay here a while to scout this theater occupation. Darling, be good, and write often like you do. You don't know how much your letters mean to me. All my love, Jack. Letter from my grandfather, June 9th, 1945, Conern, Germany. My darling, another day is gone. Well, to start this day was Saturday, so sure enough we had inspection of men in ranks. Then this afternoon we had a parade, and there were more German people watching us than there were of us. Incidentally, this town has a population of about 4,000. So you see it made quite a group when they watch us. Betty, over here, we are on parade or review every time we step out of the house. Everyone watches every move we make. Tonight, I'm having another battery party, and it is now 11 p.m. and everything seems to be going okay. But for myself, I cleaned up and got all dressed up in my European theater jacket and trousers. I really look nice. Honey, what do you look like all dressed up? I sure wish I could see you all fixed up. When I get home, I want to see you all dressed up. I also saw the show Meet Me in St. Louis. It seemed to be a very good show. Well, darling, that is about all for tonight. For some reason tonight, I've been thinking very much about your dress. I sure don't know why. Be good, darling, and I'll be thinking of you always. Hope I have a good dream of you tonight. All my love, Jack. P.S. Send me some crackers, honey. Thank you for listening. I'm enjoying learning about and sharing my grandfather's experience. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, and leave a review on the podcasting service of your choice. Thanks again.